Welcome back to another episode of Kicking It with Coach Red, where we bring you all the news, stories, takes, and opinions about your favorite teams from the Pacific North Fresh, from the good to the bad, to the Mariners. The Mariners. I miss the Mariners. So, so bad. Hot news while we're recording this, or, well, I'm taking this on good authority from Killing Kane, one of the co-hosts who is still out sick for this incredible. episode. I hope that's credible, but I'm going <laughs> to fact check it right now about the sweet, sweet Mariners. Oh, yeah. The Mariners extend our favorite. We made an episode all about him. Dylan mm-hmm. Moore, baby. Demo. Let's... Come on, Earth Pod. Come on, Demo. We're going to have to do it again. Ooh, and a three-year agreement on a 8.8 mil extension. Love to see Includes that. escalators to nine, nine plus mils. And he has buys an escalator. Here, a free agent. He has an escalator in his home. Yeah, maybe <laughs> he can afford one now. Congratulations. <laughs> Congrats. Can I? Right, but we're still on the off-season train for the Seahawks. Uh, last episode, we went with some. Free agents for the Seahawks. We did a little smash or pass. And now we're going to go with the same position groups that we did the season breakdown and going with who we would pick that's a free agent for those spots. Before we get there, maybe maybe you'd want to follow us on some social media. So why don't you do it to it? If you're looking for someone that is – all about the numbers where 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 we've got spreadsheets there we're doing indexes and pivot sheets and all that good stuff see <laughs> and that's an actual thing pivot tables that's it pivot table yeah i don't know what they do but i've heard the term and so if you it's want like to basketball to me pivot in basketball I think it's more of an Excel thing, but if you want to explain <laughs> it to us, why don't you find me on Twitter at the Real Coach Red, on Instagram at the Real underscore Coach Red. Go ahead and check out the YouTube page as well. Kicking it with Coach Red. If you're looking for someone that you know doesn't give two darns about the numbers, he's not, not looking one, not two, no, not three. He's, he's like he's like at an art show. He's the connoisseur. He's like, oh, this person would look great in a Seahawks uniform. <laughs> it's your boy, Lefty France. What up, peeps? Follow me on Twitter, at Lefty France, on Instagram, at DFrance13. Go over and follow the pod while you're at it, at Coach Red Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us, follow us, follow us. Do it, do it, do it. And if you're looking for someone that's a little sick and you want to send them some well wishes, why don't you go tell that to Killing Kane? You can find him at Killing Kane on Twitter <laughs> and YouTube. All right. So for those of you who did not listen to our position breakdowns for our recaps, we've got we've got some here. We've got quarterback, running back, wide receiver, O-line, D-line, slash edge, linebacker, in defensive back we are we're not going to talk about the special teams because 
Uh, I don't know if you know this. Jason Meyer just signed a big extension. Michael Dixon, selling contract, stud muffin, supreme. And what else are we going to talk about? Long snappers? Because I'm sure as hell not. No. <laughs> I'm not, unless we're talking no. about Ott, who should be back from injury. <laughs> yes. All right. So with this, you can pick an external free agent. You could pick an internal free agent. It's up to you. It's whatever your heart desires. And you're going to tell, tell the listeners why. So, as always, we start off with the quarterback group. Lefty, who is your choice when you're sitting there at the art show looking at all of the gunslingers? Who are you going There's for? a lot of them. Tom Brady. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> I'm going with Lamar Jackson. Okay. <laughs> you make your pitch, and then I've I got some words. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Uh, I mean, he was hurt this last year, but I think he would fit in great with Ken Walker. And when he was with the Baltimore Ravens, he never really had a strong receiving core. He had Mark Andrews, and that was kind of it. Hollywood Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Hollywood Brown is first round eh. pick for shot Bateman. Eh. He didn't have DK. He didn't have Lockett. Sammy um, Watkins. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Yeah. I think that we could maybe, I don't know how much he's going to be wanting. I'm sure he's wanting the bag, but if we don't draft a QB, I think maybe spend a little bit more to get a better quarterback. The NFL is kind of turning into quarterbacks that can also scramble. Um, I think he would fit in great, maybe run some option plays with him. And yeah, that's, that's my pitch for uh, Lamar Jackson. I'll keep Andy, it. I'm I'll looking keep it in the great. art room, and he just would look great in the scene. Oh, he 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 would. He does look great. Just a fashionista. Yeah. All right. Before I go into my pick, this is a take <laughs> that I hear quite a bit, and I've got some reservations. So, this is a guy where the Ravens have tried to put young and established wide receivers around him. His completion percentage is not great outside the numbers. He's more of a middle of the field guy, which is why you see Mark Andrews feast. He's got a great tight end room if you were to come here, but the injury history is concerning. He didn't finish either of the last two years, missed over a year, and his completion percentage isn't overly high, and his legs are going to go out at some point, and he's going to have to become a more complete passer, and I don't think that you're five, six, seven, eight in the league, you're going to see guys where their completion percentage goes and skyrockets when their running numbers go down. He was never the most accurate guy when he was at Louisville either. For me, it's too much risk reward. Mm. I think that it could work because Pete Carroll likes to run the ball. You do have dynamic playmakers, but I'm concerned about him being able to drive the ball downfield with accuracy, which is where you see 
the most success out of Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. That's fair. I did have Mike White on there originally and then saw Lamar on there. And like I was saying, ooh, piece of candy. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt. So I, I altered my pick. But Lamar Jackson. Who do you, who do you got for uh, QB free agents, Coach Red? Bring him home. My boy, Gardner Minshew. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I love that. So, in this scenario, this is Seahawks drafting a quarterback, potentially at number five. And Bill Levis? If he's still on the board, he's their guy, in my opinion. But with Gardner Minshew, what you bring is a guy that, when he went to WSU, wasn't expected to start, was going to go to Bama to ride pine behind Jalen Hurts and Tua Tonga-Vailoa to learn how to be a coach. Goes to the air raid with the late, great Mike Mike Leach Leach. and becomes a cult hero in the state of Washington. He gets drafted in the fifth round by the Jaguars who bring in, you know, Philly, Philly special Nick Foles gets hurt week one comes out and has a pretty good solid year. You know, they draft Trevor Lawrence, end up trading him away, has been relegated to backup duties behind Jalen Hurts, was kind of that insurance for Jalen Hurts if he didn't get more established. But some numbers for you. In four years, and really just over a full year of starting, he had some time in some games where he didn't really get much play, you know, mop-up duty, that kind of stuff. But he's sitting at – 6,600 yards, 44 TDs, 15 picks. So a three-to-one touchdown interception ratio. And I think this is a guy that you can bring in at a price that would be a little bit higher than Drew Locke, but you've seen more consistency and more control of the ball, which Pete Carroll's all about, protect the ball. Mm -hmm. He's going to come in significantly lower than Geno Smith. You could get Gardner Minshew probably on a two-plus-year deal at a lower overall value than you'll get on the per year for Geno. And I think this is a guy that he has moxie, he has a huge fan base out here, and he's a guy that protects the football. Yeah, You give him a starting opportunity again because he did pretty well with not nearly as good a roster when he was in Jacksonville. For sure. Give him a shot. Let him compete. He's going to cost more than Drew Locke. He's going to cost less than Geno Smith if you were to bring him back. But you give him the option, and you draft a young quarterback. So that way, hey, if it doesn't work out, you've got the young guy in the wings. If it does work out, you're sitting pretty. you got an established guy, a very cerebral type thinker, and a guy that is super accurate with the ball. I like it. Uh, right. I would not hate seeing Minshew in a Hawks uniform. I don't think anybody would. No. <laughs> Comes comes and signs his contract with the Jorts too. Oh yeah, that'd be legendary. Has to. <laughs> Has to. All right, going to the running back room. Lefty free agent running back. Who you taking? I've got Alexander Madison. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's been a great RB two for the Vikings the past few years. Um, I think. The Hawks run more of a committee back 
field than the Vikings do. So he could get a lot more action, a lot more touches. Great pass catcher. Um, had a little – he had, I think, half the carries he did last – this year than he did last year. So I think him going to more of a committee would really allow him to show what he's got because he's a great RB too. I think whenever Dalvin goes down or if he's out, Madison steps up and makes big plays. Can, can, he can also catch the ball in the backfield and uh, good three down backs. So I think Alexander Madison would be a great free agent pickup and we could probably get him for fairly cheap I think and a young guy so those are kind of my takeaways with it who do you got for our RBs I so desperately wanted to put Tony Pollard on my list I would list. love Tony Pollard but <laughs> but I went over to this fancy website called spot track earlier mm-hmm. today and saw that his average per year for market value would come in at about 12 mil. And it's a little rich for my blood, especially when you have Ken Walker. So I'm yeah. going to go for a guy who is going for contract number three. I don't think he's leaving his current team. He was brought on to be in a timeshare and stepped up a little bit more this year because of injury. So I think that timeshare keeping guys fresh he would be a great guy to partner ken walker we're talking about thousand yard rusher 17 td jamal williams i like that i do like that a lot they're saying he's going to come in at like 2.4 i'd give him five to six a year all day every day this dude is passionate when you watched him on hard knocks Mm. my favorite line you know he's like we're looking for some dogs out here. If you're a scared <laughs> yeah. little puppy, go piss on the porch. The porch yeah. Like that's so good. And it's yeah. just like, if you want, if you want a guy and you don't have Gino on the team, Gino was kind of the fire guy. DK Metcalf needs to work on controlling his fire a little bit, but your sap most savage guy is Tyler Lockett. And he's very cerebral and people respect the hell out of him. But if you want a guy that's going to go light some stuff up, and get you ready. I watched that episode. And I was like, I'll go run through a wall right now for yeah. Jamal Williams. And this guy's had success in Green Bay. He's had success. He broke he broke Barry Sanders' single season rushing touchdown yeah. record for the Lions. And he, he was meant to be a complimentary piece to DeAndre Swift. Mm-hmm. Okay, bring him in here. I would love to see you know fifty five percent Ken Walker and forty five percent Jamal Williams. Keep them both fresh. Yeah. As close to a 50-50 timeshare as possible. Go series by series. Here's your mm-hmm. series. Here's my series. You're getting a little gas. We'll give each other some blows. And he wasn't catching the ball as much. But, yeah. man, could he just power it in. Like, if you're looking for a short yardage back yeah. and you go want Ken back. Walker to learn how to go yeah. hunt for that yard, Jamal Williams might be the guy to do it for you. Yeah, even when Swift would – returned somewhat healthy he's the vulture, Williams was, he, vulture. he is the vulture he's the vulture 17 one seven yeah TDs last year Whew. crazy it's a lot of tds man we're getting fired up about these free agents <laughs> let's just keep this thing rolling yeah wide receiver who you got i've got 
Alan Lazard. Okay. Okay. So he, he when, basically said, I know I'm not coming back to Green Bay. Yeah. And with Devontae leaving last year, or I guess this season, um, his receptions bumped up by 20. I think Alan Lazard's a great deep ball guy. Um, and I think he could take the eyes off of DK to open DK up more um, to be able that I guess it'd just be a crazy trio between DK Lazard and Lockett like those three combined like you can't really go try to shut down one guy because if you're trying to lock down DK Lazard's gonna step in Lockett's gonna make deep deep touchdowns and I think he would fit in great with uh the Hawks system so going Lazard he had 200 more yards and 20 more catches this year than he did last year without Devontae he's definitely a wide receiver one guy but um I think with him being a wide receiver two behind DK I think he could still put up those types of numbers who do you got? I went with a little bit different philosophy. I went with a guy that you can kind of interchange outside and in the slot a little bit with Tyler Lockett. I'm not ready to put Tyler Lockett as more of a slot guy just yet because I think he does some dangerous stuff on the perimeter. So I went with a guy that kind of seemed to be a safety blanket for an offense that was not particularly good at passing the ball. And he's not really a household name. It's Alamide Zacchaeus from the Falcons. Yeah. And he clocked in with 40 receptions for 533 yards and three TDs. But he just finds space really well. Mm. And the games that I saw, which granted are a little bit limited, he was their most sure-handed guy. It's like Marcus Mariota loved throwing the ball in his direction. And sure-handed, find the seam got some good speed, has inside-outside versatility. I think that this would be a good fit because you've got a wide receiver one, you got a wide receiver two. Could they draft a guy? Sure. I don't want to put a ton of money into the room because I can, yeah. you know, potentially draft a guy somewhat early with the pick or continue to see growth from Derek Young. Yeah. So. I like that pick. I did. I really like that one. Yeah. That's a sleeper. I wouldn't have expected that one. I did my homework. Yeah. No, I like it. All right. Offensive line. This could be tackle, guard, or center. Lefty France, where are you going? Jason Kelsey. Wow. Center. He's going to be spendy. Do you think – I think he's, what, 35? He – I think it's a – yeah, he's, he's up there in age. Do you think that he would leave – the Eagles, though. I don't. I think he'll go back there. Um, I was looking at centers because I oh so def like if you listen to the smasher pass, I'm a pass on on Austin Blythe. I looked at yeah. centers and I go, all right, my best options are Jason Kelsey, who probably will never leave the Eagles. No, he's or never Ethan Posick, who will not come back to the Seahawks. Yeah. No, I really don't think he will leave, but I would love to have him. 
Uh, the guy is a workhorse in the trenches. He's a great leader. Everyone seems to love him. I think he would be a great piece for our younger guys. The on the exactly. For the, and the guys, Cross and Lucas, those young guys, I think he would be massive for them to learn from. Um, what else did I have? Oh, he is the more athletic Kelsey. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's probably false, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he's definitely going to be a little more spendy, but I think he would make our offensive line so much better. So much better. So that's what I've got. Who do you got for our O-line? If you listen to our last episode, it's Phil Haynes for me, baby. He was my okay. ultimate smash. I think giving him – he's going to come in not with too many uh, zeros behind yeah. his contract. And I think that he's shown you enough in his time with the Seahawks that he can be a very above-average starter. He's still – he'd be coming – this would be a second contract, so still relatively young. He would have uh, Damian Lewis still on first contract. Still first contract for Abe Lucas and Charles Cross. So I think that maybe drafting a center in this scenario would be good. And keeping Phil Haynes on the field for the Seahawks is how I would lean. And I looked a little bit across the other guard game because I for sure was not going to the tackle room because we're pretty set there. I'm not trying to draft, not trying to draft any backups right now. Yeah, exactly. So a guy that can come in start show shown that he's been able to do it spot duty and played about 40% of the snaps this year. Yeah. Let's give him a full-time run and get a little bit younger on the offensive line with the, yeah. with the guy that already, you know, meshes with the rest of the guys. Definitely. All right. Bill Haynes. D line slash edge lefty France. What you doing? Yannick and Gakwe. Okay. Okay. Like, I guess from your choices right now, you are you, you are window shopping. You're like, hey, <laughs> Jody Allen, can you talk to Roger Goodell about bumping the salary cap? Yeah, thing exactly. Because I got some piece money to spend. Piece to candy. Yeah. No. <laughs> I tried at first, and I'm like, God, I just want these guys on our team. So Yannick Ngakwe, big body guy. A lot of experience, but still is pretty young at, I think, 27 years old. Yep. He had nine and a half sacks this year, 10 last year, I'm pretty sure. And I felt like that was kind of something that we struggled with is getting to the quarterback and getting sacks and just kind of causing havoc back there instead of allowing quarterbacks just kind of sit in the pocket. Um, I've... I want someone like a Nick Bosa, you know, those types of guys that just every snap you, he has a chance of getting to the quarterback, every pass attempt, um, even just causing clogging up holes on running plays and things like that. I think Yannick Ngakwe would be massive for our defensive line, but spendy. Like you were saying. <laughs> yeah. You just Lamar. Yeah. I want Gucci. <laughs> oh, I want I want pay I want Lazard. Why is he <laughs> one <my> cash? 
Exactly. Hey, you need some more cash? Cash me outside. Don't ask me for the cash, though. Man. Who do you got for our D-line edge? I'm ready to spend some money. I, I went, you know, Phil Haynes, Zacchaeus, Minshew. <laughs> William's probably the most spending guy there, maybe Minshew. But I'm ready to bring the Brinks truck up. And I think that if the way the draft worked out and the Seahawks drafted not at five, anywhere but five, four, three, two, or one. God, I wanted it. You, you, you are guaranteed. Anderson. You are guaranteed either Will Anderson, Jalen Carter. Yeah. With that uncertainty on who's going to be available. I'm going to go get Deron Payne from the commanders and I am going to give him over 20 mil a year. <laughs> so that's a lot of coin. I've got reasoning. Puna Ford, he's out. You've got yeah. Run Stuffer and Al Woods still under contract. Shelby Harris, very mm. good piece along that defensive line. You got Chenyu Nwosu, who played lights out, underrated signing this year. Yeah. You have Darrell Taylor, who turned it on at the end of the year. You've got some of those pieces. You got Boye Mafe on the edge. So I want to help them out by creating pressure from the middle. And Deron Payne gives you that. Last year, 20 quarterback hits, 12 sacks from the interior. He would have been the sack leader for the Seahawks at 12. You incorporate him, quarterbacks get flushed. You've got the speed and size of speed of Daryl Taylor. You've got size and functional athletic ability with Nwosu and Boye Mafe. I think when you look at teams around the league, if you can get pressure from the middle and they can still play the run, Aaron Donald, Jeffrey Simmons, yeah, Deron, Deron Payne is tier two, very close to tier one. Bring him in. I want to stop the run. I want to get after the quarterback yeah. from the interior. I think this will help out your entire line by one. And cherry on top, Jalen Carter slips to five. You've got Deron Payne and Jalen Carter in the middle of this defense. <laughs> like, hey, yeah, you want to talk? You want to talk about disruption? Like, now you're looking at the Seahawks with their young pieces. You know, you give them a year or two, that that front seven could be fierce. Yeah, vaunted potentially. Vaunted. Double whammy. So that's what I got. Deron Payne. That's who. That out of all my guys that I have on this list. He's the guy I'm going to pay. I like it. All right. Linebacker room. Lefty. <laughs> Who we got here? Who's the most expensive guy on the board? Let's yeah. see. Let me see. I put Leighton Vander Esch on okay. there. I feel like he would be a good fit for the Seahawks if they didn't sign Cody Barton back. Um. I think he had kind of a down, somewhat of a down year this year, but been a still, too. still a great leader on defense. Um, Best neck roll. Yeah, for sure. A Boise State alum. And That's two Boise Staters you have on your list. I know. I know. Uh, but yeah, I think he's, he's still fairly young, but has quite a bit of experience. And I think... I don't know how much 
how cheap we could get him, but definitely cheaper than uh, like Yannick Ngakwe or Alan Lazard or <laughs> Lamar Jackson. <Mark> Jackson. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think Leighton Vander Esch, if we don't re-sign Cody Barton, I think that would be a great fill-in. Um, him and Jordan Brooks be pretty pretty nasty. Who do you got for our linebackers? I thought pretty hard about Cody Barton. I mean, we've talked about him a lot, and I think that he's going to come in pretty cheap. But if I'm looking for someone, especially in the middle, because Cody's still relatively young, you've got Jordan Brooks, very young as well. The guy that I look at is a guy that can play a little bit more of the middle, which I think we need. Let Jordan Brooks get out and run. And yeah. I didn't want to keep hammering the table for Cody Barton. I wanted to mix it up a little bit. Well, Denzel Perriman. Um, okay. Playing for the Raiders last year, clocked in 83 tackles, sprinkled in a sack, had a couple of picks. Um, not as many tackles as Cody Barton. He's a little bit older, but with that, I like, but he is still a thumper and yeah, he's built like a brick shit house. So, <laughs> like, I want some thump because Cody Barton bring that brings that to you. But sometimes when you're a little bit more veteran, you know, slide in there and just really lay some hat. I mean, yeah. KJ Wright was the king of laying hat, you know, five times a year, like the oh snap. Like, yeah. Kyle Juszczyk, you are you okay <laughs> right now? Because <laughs> KJ just lit up your cookies. So I think that you can get that with Denzel Perryman, more of a thumper, which I think you've got good line pressure. This guy can go meet someone in the hole. You've got hard hitter in Jamal Adams, Quandre in the secondary, fill in that middle. Like, I want to make the middle a scary place for people to go because Seahawks, especially in the last couple of years, have given up a lot of yak, especially over the middle. I want a couple of thumps that make people, you know, second guess, you know, going over the middle. So I think that you can get that a little bit with Denzel Perriman. Definitely. All right, last position group, defensive back. Ryan Neal. Resign. Yes. First resign. First resign. Let's resign Ryan Neal. Could get him for cheap. He, if you listen to our Smasher Pass, he did great filling in for Jamal Adams. And I think if we resign him, be a great handcuff for if Jamal gets hurt again. And he played half the season hurt but still flew around, made huge plays for the Hawks, quite a few interceptions. And, yeah, I think think he'd be a great re-sign for the, for the Seahawks. Who do you got for our secondary? For me, I have Ryan Neal as well. <laughs> okay. Um, wasn't really looking at corners because you – have the likes of Tariq Woolen, Pearl Bowler in his rookie yep. year. You've got Kobe. Spot corner, Kobe. You've got Trey Brown, Mike Jackson out on the perimeter. And I think that who knows, Kobe could make a transition there depending on what happens with Trey Brown and Mike Jackson. Yeah. But what I really wanted to look at is versatility. And I said in our previous episode, I think you could scheme some ways to get Jamal Adams and Ryan Neal on the field at the same time. 
-hmm. and I'm going to expand a little bit more on this one in this episode. So what you see, I talked about Ryan Neal being pretty sticky and he might not be able to do that against, you know, slot wide receivers. But when you look at some of the teams that really attack with the tight ends and you're the Seahawks, you're looking at 49ers and George and George Kittle, like, being able to not run a nickel corner and bring Ryan Neal to man up there or play in the box and kind of let Jamal roam, I think is huge. You're facing the Eagles next year, heavy to the tight end. You're facing the Browns, heavy to tight end. Pat Fryer with the Steelers, tight end central. So we're talking about some of these teams, the Cowboys. They're throwing to CeeDee Lamb and tight ends. Yeah. So Baltimore Ravens, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. So you look at a couple of these squads, I think that you can scheme and put him on the field. And if you do have a corner, whether that's your slot corner or your outside corner go down, moving some guys around, Ryan Neal becomes your nickel corner, Yeah, which gives you the versatility. I think you bring him back for a couple of years. And like you said, injury insurance, because I think he has versatility. Hmm. also play over the top so yeah. if quandre gets dinged up play him Fill at three for there yeah if jamal gets hurt again you put him at strong or yep. you put them all on the field at the same time he's the utility guy i mean i wouldn't be mad no i wouldn't about be any of these signings except for lamar jackson sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's fair yeah that's i fair. i have so many people that pop in and talk to me at work i just like oh yeah lamar that'd be the guy i'm like you want to spend like 50 mil a year for a guy that hasn't finished the last two seasons and his best pass catcher has been tight ends i like the running ability but i don't like it that much in a long-term deal because it's yeah. gonna go out again but for sure but that's just me if you want to know more of what i think <laughs> follow me on twitter at the real coach red on instagram at the real underscore coach red while you're at it hop over onto the youtubes kicking it with coach red and you know subscribe to the show do it smash 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 <laughs> that like button on the videos and leave some comments we'll interact with you on there and if you want to go check out lefty france where you at follow me on twitter at lefty france on instagram at dfrance 13 Go over and follow the pod as well at Coach Red Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us, follow us, follow us. Do it, freaking do it. How about it, huh? Well, I got it. Go, like we said in the last episode, give some well wishes to Killing Kane. She'll be back next week. Um, we're going to be going over some, some things in the coming weeks, give you a little some preview. Um, kind of focus a little bit more on some off season. We're going to throw in some mock drafts. And of course, we're going to have some Mariners coverage and Heck, if the Sounders in the FIFA Club Cup make a run, maybe the Sounders will be coming back to oh the my gosh. game this Saturday, 9 a.m. versus team from Egypt. They win that game. They're facing Real Madrid in round two. So it could be fun. It's always fun with us. And as always, stay fresh. Stay fresh, peeps. Peace.